Many are getting weak. Many are failing. And many have fallen in their faith. Learn how to become an overcomer in this end time through the anointed teachings of Pastor Ebenezer Okonifa. Pastor Ebenezer Okonifa is an emerging voice and a leader in this end time movement of faith. His message centers on faith, the Holy Spirit, and the realities of the new creation in Christ. He is the senior pastor of Overcomers Nation Church and president of Ebenezer Okonifa Ministries in Accra, Ghana. Become inspired, empowered, and enlightened as you listen to the life-transforming message of God's Word through His special servant. And now, today's message. Alright, Father, in the name of Jesus, we are here to receive from you I pray, Spirit of the living God, that take absolute control over this atmosphere. The Bible said that the voice of the Lord was walking in the garden in the cool of the day. This is a cool morning. Let the voice of the Lord walk in our midst today in the name of Jesus Christ. Give us insight. Order ourselves, direct us in the name of Jesus. Father, many of us are into business, many of us are into school, many of us are workers, many of us are trying to send you for employment. I pray that, Lord, let whatever we are studying this morning become relevant to every single individual. In the name of Jesus Christ, let your glory be seen in Jesus' precious name. Somebody shout a big amen. This morning, I want to trust God that within the next 30 to 40 minutes, I'm going to share with you practical keys to successful living, or more correctly, practical keys to success in life. Success in life. If we are going to become successful, there are principles that we need to engage. Everybody listen to me with rapt attention. Avoid distraction. Don't let your phone distract you. Don't let somebody beside you distract you. And don't let the way I'm looking fine also distract you. Amen and amen. Okay, the way somebody beside you is looking fine distracts you. Don't whatever the, don't let anything distract you. Distraction is one of the things that cause people, that prevent people from receiving what they are supposed to receive. That will be their breakthrough moment. So, as I share with you, desire to understand. Lift up your right hand and say, I will understand the word of God. Desire to understand. There are some who come to church and they come just for the fellowship, but they don't pick any cues anywhere that can improve their, their lives. So they keep coming to church for five years, ten years, twenty years, and you don't see any evidence. These are the people that eventually will say that, ah, let us be careful. Just uh, last week, somebody was telling me he's a Christian, his wife is uh, a Sunday school teacher or the head of the Sunday school department. And yet he, to he told me Sunday school, his wife is head of Sunday school, they teach the Bible. Yet he told me that he doesn't believe the Bible is a book that comes from God. It's a bi he says that the Bible was written by men. Uh, Jesus Christ, this, he says that he's a Christian. He says that he has also studied the Bible. But he said that, let us, let, let us be a bit uh, tamed in our description and our emphasis on the Bible. He said, some of you men of God, you take it too far. You take it too far. And what is the far that we are taking it? He said, we speak, look, the things, he said, they don't make sense. He said that the, the concept of God creating the earth and creating everything, creating human beings, come on, logically speaking. 
Glory to Jesus Christ. Now, this is a Christian. He said that when the church was building, he was also there. They all supported for the church to be built. You understand me? This tells you that the man has a religious background. But as he is growing up, he's getting confused. And the reason he's getting confused is either because he's not being well taught the word of God in church, or he's not paying attention in church. He's not paying attention in church. So he can come to church on a Sunday and leave without having grasped anything from the Bible. He has not got a scripture that he has attached to himself. That this is a verse that I took note for today that I have added to my bank of Bible verses. Like nothing significant is he leaving the church with on that day. And I dare say some of us, and because of that, we don't grow. Because of that, we'll get to a place, people on radio, people who are working about can come and argue with us about our faith and we get confused. We get confused. Why? Because we are not growing. So, listen, focus, try to understand. When I use a verse, try to understand why I am using that verse. So that if I'm even making a mistake, you'll be able to tell. That a Bible verse, any point, point, no, pastor, no, kind of, and fact, but at least you see you are engaging your mind. So you can come and ask a question and, it, it will, and, and the reconciliation can be done. Or as you read it again, the Holy Spirit will now show you that ah, this is the fact that he was referring to. Do you understand me? He made another comment and said that he can listen to six pastors preaching from the same Bible verse and all interpret it differently. But you see, the truth is that Bible verses are not supposed to be interpreted differently. If Abigail was preaching from the same Bible verse, she should interpret it like as I would be interpreting it. But application, application can be different. But interpretation must be the same. The Bible says there's no scripture which has privatized interpretation. So, you cannot come and tell me that to you this is what it means. And the Spirit of God said that to you that's what it should mean. No. All of us must come up to this because the voice of God is what? One. The voice of God is one. But when it comes to application, it may come to you to apply towards marriage. For me, it could be to apply towards my finances or towards my relationship with other people or towards my Christian life. So interpretation must be the same, but application can differ. Application can differ. So you shouldn't hear six preachers preaching the same uh, and in written it again, I will still come back and fault him because probably because he has a prejudice mentality, he did not hear them when they were speaking, and so he's focused off on the application and thinking that the application is the interpretation. But how will you know the difference if you are studious and you don't pay attention when it comes to the handling of the word of God? There is revelation, there is inspiration. There is interpretation. Okay, let me start again. There is revelation. One. There is inspiration. Two. There is illumination. Three. There is interpretation. Four. And there is application. Five. If you can 
understand all of these theological principles, then you will be properly handling the word of God. And so those of you who are shepherds and teach the word, those who are evangelists and encourage people with the word, you need to understand these principles. When we talk about revelation, this, I'm not even, revelation, basically we are talking about the original word that was spoken to man, either through God, through an angel, or by the Holy Spirit inspiring uh, the writers to write. So, the original uh, revelation of the Bible, I'm speaking from theological circles, not from the, the grammatical meaning of the word. And then there's the inspiration. Inspiration talks about the transfer of the scriptures from generation to generation. The Bible that we are using today was transcribed from the original writing. Original writing was upon stones, upon uh, papyrus, which was like, it's like present paper, but it decays faster. And upon certain materials, now because of decay, scribes needed to transcribe the same message from generation to generation. Do you understand me? So that a message will be made. For the integrity, like, how many of you have realized that when you're writing notes, you are copying your friend's notes, sometimes you made mistakes. So you can imagine human errors. So in spite of the human errors, the meaning and the understanding and the message of the scriptures was maintained. It's only the Holy Spirit that can do that. For this will continue for over 2,000, 3,000, 4,000 years. Only the Holy Spirit. That's the inspiration of the scriptures. And when it comes to illumination, it is when we are studying the Bible that the Holy Spirit will cast light on the scriptures for us to now have a, a real understanding of the scriptures. That's why in some places they'll tell you that there's no re- new revelation. And rightly so, because the scriptures are complete. Somebody cannot come and then Loretta will say, ah, God has, I, I had an encounter with an angel. And he says, that's how she do a vase. With an angel. So that you feel spiritual. The Loretta in front of me, spectacles and, and canvas. And he, and so, now, this is how God wants us. No, 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 no. And now you come and start uh, Special Revelation International Ministry. Of the <laughs> Special Holy Scriptures International Ministry. Ah, and you tell us that, in your Sankofa appeared to me. I didn't know that was an angel called Sankofa. But when he appeared to me, I could see the form. Oh. Yamon <laughs> God's spirit. Hallelujah. So, there's no special... I hope you're understanding me. The interpretation must be the same. The interpretation must be the same. And the scriptures are complete. What we get is illumination. Most of the time, what we call revelation in our time is also... Uh, if you look at the word, it's also a revelation. A revelation means it was covered has now been uncovered. Do you understand me? So, it's a revelation in a sense. But in theological terms, we will not classify it as revelation. Because it's still the old scriptures that we are having deeper understanding on. So, in theological circles, we call it illumination. Do you understand me? So, light has been shed upon it. So, imagine all of us are in this room, and there's total darkness here. Somebody entering the room will not see that there's somebody here. But when light comes, they will say, ah, Linda is here. Ah, Cynthia is here. Ah, Joseph is here. Is it that Joseph just came? No. The light has shown or revealed what was hidden. Praise God forevermore. So that's illumination. Within that, that's where we are going to get interpretation and an application will follow. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. So, 
All of that is just to open our hearts. Now, today I'm sharing with you practical keys to be successful in life. Practical keys to be successful in life. Success is not just an aspiration. It is a product of certain principles and certain practices of life. You don't need to be jealous of successful people. You need to learn the principles that made them successful so that you can also be successful. And there are several principles I've shared with you in various forms. I've shared with you about the fear of God. I've shared with you about grace. I've shared with you about uh, seed sowing. I've shared with you about prayer faith, many spiritual things. Today, I want to come to more practical ways. First of all, I want to remind you, God wants us to be successful. It is a desire for us to be successful. Jeremiah chapter 29, the verse number 11. The Bible says, God said, I know the thoughts that I think concerning you. They are thoughts of good and not of evil. So God doesn't have evil thoughts for us. He wants to give us a hope and a future. He wants us to be successful. It was God that showed Joshua how to be successful in Joshua chapter number 1, the verse number 8. He said, this book of the Lord shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, and thou shalt observe to do all that is written therein, for then thou shalt make your way, you will make your way prosperous, and you shall have good success. So God wanted him to be successful. That is why he showed him the way. So God wants us to be successful. Tell John 2, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper. That word prosper means success. And being helped even as your soul prospers. So God is not just interested in the prosperity of our soul and the prosperity of our spirit. He's not just interested in us speaking deeper tongues. You started from mama, mama, mama. Now you are going agundaba, agundaba, agundaba. Yes, God loves that, but that is not the only way the place He's interested in. He wants you to be practically successful. That means that you started once, thing, now you are a million dollar, you are a millionaire. Are you understanding me? He wants us to be successful in that area. God is a balanced God. The Bible says he hates an evil balance. God is a balanced God. In other words, he wants you to do well spiritually. He wants you to do well materially. He wants you to do well psychologically. He wants you to do well financially. Yes. Simple, simple. He wants us to be successful. Lift up your right hand. Say, I'll be successful. No, there's no conviction in your declaration. Say, I'll be successful. Say, I will prosper. And in prospering, there are practical ingredients that you must add to your life. So that hear me. No matter who you are, whether ministry, business, relationship, there are principles for success. They are applicable everywhere. They are applicable everywhere. If you take them out, you will not be successful in any area of life. Whether marriage, whether uh, business, whether as an employee, whether as a pastor, a preacher, or even a, a worker in the house of God. You will not be successful. One of them is discipline. Discipline. Ability to discipline yourself and say that this thing that I'm going to do is what I'm going to do. Ability to keep yourself within schedules. Many of us don't have any routine in life. When we wake up in the morning, the only routine, that, the only routine we can say we follow every day is that we brush our teeth. 
There's no structure to your day. You can decide to wake up at any time and you are okay. Like there's no planning to your life. Look, if you have that, you are going to, you are not going to be successful. Can I repeat again? You are not going to be successful. Anytime I stand like this and I pull my head forward, like it means that the point is important. Glory to Jesus. You are not going to be successful. If there's no discipline to your life, in your eating, you can eat anything. Anyhow. You can eat and, and eat and eat. So long as there's time to eat, you eat. You cannot tell yourself that I am going to fast. And then stay with the fasting. I couldn't do the fast so by 9 o'clock. Something was choking me. That you can, you must learn how to discipline yourself. In your finances, you cannot tell yourself that I am saving this amount every day. No matter what challenge comes up, I am not going to spend this money. In discipline. So God, a lot of things pass your way. Let me tell you something. Everything that you ever need to be rich and successful, God presents to you. God presents to you. It comes in your life. Look, many are lost in a principle of uh, 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 being driven by a spirit of chasing fantasies. Imaginations of things that are not there. And they are neglecting what the things that are there. Some have friends. Some have relationships. But they are looking for a better relationship. I don't, I'm looking for a better friend somewhere. Look, the friend that you ever need is the one which you have. God knows why that person became your friend. You know, me, I'm looking, and you see, that's why some boys end up not even getting married earlier. I'm looking for a certain kind of man. He must be this, he must be that. I like you, but you, that, that you don't, you football. Oh, not everybody likes this pass. I said, not everybody likes this pass. I'm a gentle giant. About now a pocket. Hey, 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 as a smoke command, no. Oh, and then the Yanka. Obe will say, Gentle Giants, they didn't cheat. He will be bigger than any Gentle Giants. But how do we handle the opportunities and resources that come into our life? So, practical ways by which we can be successful. Number one, discipline. Number two, hard work. Some of us don't like hard work. Anything that stresses us a little, this work is causing me stress. That people keep changing jobs because they feel as though when they work, eh, they, they shout at me too much. Yeah, they wake me wake up too early. Yeah, they, every time I get told, my back is paining me, my waist is paining me. Hey! As a pastor, I have seen a few things. You may not be the one, but there's somebody who is the one. So they keep changing jobs and they never amount to anything. They never amount to anything. Any challenge, they say, I'm going to leave the church. I'm going to leave the church. Some two don't stay in church because of that. They are not able to stay in one church because, uh, no, 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 every little problem, I am moving. They are not stable. They are not stable. And because of that, they are not able to build up lack of faithfulness, inability to remain constant and work with what you have. 
to build what you do you are looking for. Practical steps. Practical. This I'm telling you. And you see, there's something about faithfulness which says that if you stay consistent at one thing that God has given you for a long time, eventually it will become big. Eventually it will become big. Recently I was at a friend's place and he showed me a, a, a screenshot of one of our Nightfire Facebook sessions where God had given us a crowd on Facebook uh, all of a sudden. And he said he took it and placed it on a certain page that is on. He told them, look, this is the result of consistency and persistency. Okoli was always having four, five, four, five people watching on Facebook. Now, all of a sudden, the thing has shot up to 30. When he came back to 38, he said, hey, I, make, I made a mistake, 38. He was, look, whilst we were there praying, he was updating others on why this is a message for us. Persistence. Somebody came to church, one, two, three, four, five. And the miracle that he was looking for, she was looking for, she didn't care. And it's amazing sometimes, even small boys, some of our achievers, they stop coming to church. Teenager, only 20 years ago, I said, no, what are we learning? And no one, not two, not three. Little boys. It means that there's an attack on the foundation of prosperity. In our lives. And so they go and follow Sakawa. Quick money. Easy, 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 make it. And then they become, they, they fall into trouble in life. May God deliver you. I said, may God deliver us. In the name of Jesus. That was ambassadors overnight. They check, boom. Someone said, ah, I come as a best in there. Listen to me. Sometimes it's just about consistency and persistency. But somebody, somebody will go, and why do you think that they will say uh, a certain God, whether a, a shrine at Nogoku or a, a shrine at uh, a Commander or whatever, a shrine at Ada, where I come from. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. We are on Facebook. <laughs> Glory to Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. And then, why would they have the F-13 to come and say, talk back at us? It's because there are certain men of God who are going to them. Because, and yes, so your false prefer to. Or just, you know, I say, go for a man, or die. Or because, are you frustrated? Not frustrated, frustrated. <laughs> now I say, no, how can I be suffering like this? And unfortunately, maybe he may even start, me, I'm blessed though. I'm blessed, you know, because I started with good members. I started with members that are very sacrificial. Some start with bad members. Who make them go through a lot? So come dinner. I say, ah, I mean, I mean, I mean, Amen, amen. Ah, how many pastors start with a, a professional who is also a keyboardist? How? Ah. Ah. <laughs> amen, and amen. Obanoye, end of month. <laughs> Amen and amen. And so, and still there, I also have a book keyboard. <laughs> you see, not many pastors start that way. And so they end up going because they are not patient. They are not patient. They are not patient. And then they go and now I could frame you. Now, your mom is there. Fakudia will alternate you. 
Hey, the day I go do that, man, I die. I said, you know me? I said, me, I die. Even when I, I don't even have to go and do it. When I think I cry. Oh, glory. So we will sweat you. <laughs> or cancer. But come on. How, why will I sacrifice my soul? Because anything you do on earth, you pay for it. I sacrifice my soul just because I want a big church. I want I have a big church. You don't know. Some of you have big wholesales. You just have to wait a little and continue working it. Some of you have big businesses. Don't let the frustration of today cause you to feel as though you are small. No. Just stay disciplined at it. Continue. Continue. The Bible says, do not get worried in well-doing, for you will reap in due season if you faint not. <laughs> if you do what? Faint not. In other words, if you don't give up, you, are, you know you are doing what you are supposed to do. Keep doing it. So that in due season, there's a due season for everybody. Can I prophesy to you? Your due season is coming. I say your due season is coming. I say your time is coming. Say my time is coming. Now, if you faint not, if you don't give up, if you don't stop, if you don't stop, let me tell you, there are many people when they start working in this ministry, a time is going to come, they will not need to work anywhere else. Or even the money alone that God will bring in their way just because they are workers in this ministry, it will be more than they can handle. I prophesied. So shall it be. Praise God forevermore. Now, so I've spoken about hard work, I've spoken about discipline. But then today, my main subject is on what uh, Englishman calls frugality. Someone say frugality. Frugality. And in talking about frugality, I'll be juxtaposing it with another opposite word, which is prodigality. Frugality and prodigality are two forces that can ensure whether you are going to amass wealth and become very successful or you are going to fail in life. And always lack. Frugality. And now this goes to everybody who receives any form of income. Anybody who has any resources. Anybody who has any opportunities at their disposal. When I say opportunities and resources and uh, income, you see, your relationship can be a resource. Your pastor can be a resource. For me as a pastor, my members can be a resource. Do you understand me? Opportunities. The job that you are in, the business that you have, the gifts that God has given you, the little money in your account, is all part of the resources that God has made available for you. And if you are going to understand the principles of frugality, you are going to be successful. In the past 30 years, world population has started skyrocketing. At first, the rate at which the population in in Grofor Omo Asasisono Omo Dudono Enya Ne Nyi in Temtemsa it was gradual. It was gradual. It was gradual. But then over the past thirty two, the last century, though the the population keeps doubling to the point that now some countries are trying to regulate the number of children couples are supposed to have. Yeah. 
Now they say that if you give birth to more than two, we will arrest you. Who arrest you? So those of you are in the oh baby, how many children do you have? I wanna, I wanna have two. No, 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 I don't like to. I, I need to have a, a football team. <laughs> Very soon we'll arrest you. Amen and amen. Yes. Somebody has had this conversation, and so the person is like, ah, Pastor, tell it, Pastor, tell it, tell it, tell it. <laughs> amen and amen. Praise God for everyone. Why? What was happening? It's because of advancement in technology, advancement in medicines, advancement in healthcare. So now, less people are dying. And because people are, die- are not dying like they used to die, those days, when you get a cut, you are likely to die. Because there was nothing like antibiotics. Penicillin. Abombet. In fact, when antibiotics were, penicillin was first discovered, they called it the miracle drug. The miracle drug. In two, three days. And they had never seen it before. Medicine. So, it meant that we were losing less and we're still gaining almost more or the same number. What's going to happen? It's going to shoot up. The principle applies in life everywhere. What is frugality? What is frugality? It is a careful and wise use of money, resources, and opportunities. Money, resources, opportunities. When you use them wisely, that is frugality. It means that you don't misuse them. You don't abuse them. You don't mishandle them. You recognize them for what they truly are, and then you work with them. A frugal person is one who carefully and wisely uses the money and resources at his disposal. What are the resources God has given you? Some of us, we have a brain. Some of you are more intelligent than other people. Please, not everybody is as intelligent as you are. So that intelligence, you can exchange it for money. Praise God forevermore. Others solve problems. Intelligence is a resource. A what? It's what? A resource. But how do you monetize it? How do you monetize it? That is where the problem is. We are not able to monetize the wisdom, the resources that God has put at our disposal. And because of that, we are always in lack. A wise use of money and resources. Some of you receive your salary at the end of the month. What do you do with the salary? How do you manage that salary? Frugality will teach you how. Frugality will teach you how. If you understand the principle of frugality, very soon you have more than you can, more than enough. More than enough. Why are we able to do some of the things that we do as a church? This is one of the principles. It's not just miracle money. This is one of the principles. That we are able to get the things that we have now at our disposal as a church. Frugality is one of the, of the secrets. Amen and amen. Amen and amen. I, I think people are thinking right now because I can see that the responses are not coming. People are thinking, that's what I want you to do. Careful, not careless. Wise, not foolish. Use of money and resources. The frugal person, for instance, may eat frugal meals. Some of you are going to restaurants that you cannot afford. 
No, not now. I got to a fifty Ghana for salary yes. Oh, salary yes. What is your income? Don't go and look at some guy who, who listen, you don't know how much the person is making a month. You are making eight hundred cities a month and you are buying food one sitting, fifty Ghana. Are, is, are you okay? Fifty over eight eight hundred, how much what is that? One over what? Eight. No, one over sixteen. So one sixteenth of your salary is gone in one eating. And you are supposed to eat three times a day. You are building your house in your stomach. Uncle Uncle Are you understanding me? Frugal meals. You go and see some recipe on YouTube. And the spices you cannot afford. You go and use our, our Auntie Mary. What do you call some of those? Rosemary. But you, are, you want to go and use the one that you get from Akramo. I hope Akramo spices. Say, eh, I don't know. I'm going to scale so you Who uh, say, ah, sister, sister Mercy, oh, did you not cook that in chain? What's that? I the only one who said, I don't know how to do it. And I said, oh, it's going to be a week. And so, oh, my mate, it's going to be a week. And so, Frugality, even in the meals, in your cooking, cooking frugal meals. When we come to church, we are not all at the same level. We are all children of God. We are not all at the same level. Somebody is earning 3,000. Another is earning 6,000. Another is earning 10,000. Don't think that everybody is, of course, we all we can speak. Your thoughts may even be higher than the 10,000, man, but. <laughs> Think. So wisdom. Wisdom is necessary. Careful and wise use. Our meals. Not in excess or wastefully prepared. You know that you are only you are the only person going to eat, and yet you pour the rice, and then some of the rice just spoiled. You don't even have a refrigerator, and you don't know how to preserve the food. Some to because they are cooking jollof, they want the things to under to bear the waste all that part of the rice. But kanzo is also food. So at the end of the day, you are wasting food. You are wasting food. <laughs> Look, God wants us to be successful. Listen, little drops of water make a mighty ocean. It's a little, little thing that we are losing that is causing us to be in lack. Most of us are suffering because of the little, little things that we are misusing and mishandling. 
you are you are learning a job somewhere, and then somebody comes and then blesses you, blesses you. It's money that you were not expecting. It came your way. You ate it all. Oh, oh, again, isn't it? Ah, it's going to buy you. Hey, I draw today, you will feel something. <laughs> I draw today, you will feel something. Hey, I draw today, you will feel something. You will feel something. <laughs> I just finished feeling that your pocket also finished. <laughs> Now, Susanna, Ebia, Nyamima, Oskarisa, three months time, be something is going to come up. And you need money for that. Look, the money that we used to pay for, the first two years rent on this land, was money that had been uh, raised about three or four years ago. And there were needs. But we, I, we never touched that money. It was an ECOBIC account. Even the account went dormant. Are you understanding me? But look, what I'm saying is it not true. You see, they are human impulses. You have to control them. Now, frugality is not being stingy. That's what most of the time people confuse it. No, stinginess is not frugality. Frugality is wisdom at work. No wasting. Because you don't want, you want to impress somebody in tea. BDB, also be called SSB, and then BDB, Turn Down Boutique, also be called SSB, Stand Straight Boutique. Then the boutique ni be hey, 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 anybody, you, anything they ask you, you will not negotiate. Okay, okay. Hey, sister, you are pouring your money into somebody's account too. I was going to, I was buying uh, a lint roller yesterday. And the guy said, first, I know from Mr. I said, 10 cities. I said, 20 cities. I said, 20 I did 3 cities. I was wearing my, my powerful captain and I was sitting in my car. My God, and, and chilling my AC. And yet, I'm with the idea now. One pastor, two weeks ago, I had to buy, or two, three weeks, I had to buy a new suit. <laughs> so I know he deals in. So I was over saying, hello, suit, I'm a black suit, too. I was sending him in. <laughs> so no name me. I was like, last year, I said, Papa, Papa. It was. On fire shoe and I mean Remy, I mean near another. I don't know why this at the level still out there is a master. Yamin is Yamin, they are managing here. Are you understanding? So you can see somebody well dressed, but then don't think that the thing is expensive. The price of the wise. 
And yet everything that is cheap, that is ugly. Some cheap things are nice. Sometimes do, if you think that in the day of area, they are called nice markets. Oh, ah, I don't know some markets that work in the night. Even in La Paz, there are some, you may not know, wisdom. そう Frugality means you waste nothing. Every day I have to cook something. That's why some married people are, are suffering. No. Because their wife has to cook every day. So there's stress on the woman and there's stress on the money. Now, resources are what I want to be now. Are we learning something? It is sometimes you may need to change your taste because of the circumstance that you are in. It is wisdom. It is wisdom. So, in a timer, one dollar, ASCC, this after one dollar, twelve cities, so Ubeto did the same thing. So you cannot afford to be living like the way you were living before. Wisdom is profitable to direct. I just don't see dying that. You are living too high. Even Jesus, John chapter 6, the one who can appear all to me, man, and then he's a guy. Papa's a guy, and he's 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 a guy, and I want to eat because that's easy. There is a day of miracle and there is a day of wisdom. There is seven years of fastness and seven years of leanness. If you are somebody, every money that comes for salary at the end of the month, now at sun zero zero, there is something wrong with me. That's my year. Can I tell you something? No matter how small it is, save at least 20%. The principle of Joseph, when he was interpreting the dream of Pharaoh, seven years of abundance. Everybody will have seven years of fat cows. And you also have seven years of lean cows. Everybody will go through it. 
What you do in your season of fatness will determine whether you become a pauper in the time of... You say, oh, as a business... Ah. That's why I tell people that if you are in overcoming, up to now you struggle with your first fruit. There's something wrong with you. Do you know why? Because you know it is something that we teach. What you should do is that you should have enough savings so that in the day that you have to make a sacrifice for God, you still have something that you can follow. Wisdom. Are you getting me? So at least 20%. When Joseph came, he said, uh, Oh, king, this is, he is a, the spirit, of, the spirit of God gave me the revelation. So the spirit of God, of course, I'll pray against it. I'll pray against it. No. So that in the seven years of fatness, in the seven years of fatness, anything that everybody gets, 20% should be brought to the house of the king and we should store it. You don't even have a Momo account, savings account. You don't have anything that you save money in. Listen to me. Let, let's see. Glory to Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. So, your seven years of fatness, what do you do? Let me, let me give you a few principles that I think can help you. Okay. Let's church. We are going to be the biggest businessmen in Ghana are going to come from here. The biggest businesswomen are going to come from here. Because God is going to give you an extraordinary wisdom to know how to do in all affairs of life. Receive it now. I said receive it now. Listen, whether you are a kaya, listen, forget about how you are starting. Whether you are uh, uh, somebody who is receiving hundred cities, forget about how you are starting. There's somebody, I read a story, very in, 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 insightful and inspiring. He started as a cleaner in the university. In a few years, he had become a graduate of the university. A graduate of the, he had vision. And be progressive. Work on yourself. Every year, you should have something that you are acquiring. Anytime you get big amounts of money, there should be something that you are acquiring that is not perishable. You are a young man. You get every big money. You are spreading friends. And you have not even bought TV. You have not bought deck. Some of them don't know what Some of them don't know what deck is. CD generation. CD. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? deck? Who deck? Oh, so. I saw you have too many young people over here. Who knows? deck? Who knows? They don't know. All they know is CD and now. And I'm stopping. Hallelujah. Untoshi. And don't you know to me, Warren? Master. Mr. Mark, kitchen on the year storage. No, Tonya Mano DC, Tonya Mano DC. And have an investment account. Ah, you put that money over there. This money is my TV money. I put it into this investment. This money is my, uh, my, my, my sofa money. I put it into this account. There's a time you are not permitted. You are not allowed to leave it. Some of you, go and, when you leave, you are going to leave that girl. Okay. Or say, you And as you cannot say, no. Or you are not saying, no. At this age, what, 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 
I should depend on the grace of God and apply this wisdom to us. There are some of us, God will never give us one million dollars straight. But he can give you 10,000 little by little, little by little, little by little. If you know how to protect that 10,000, one day you realize that it has become the one million dollars. And it's still from God. Learn wisdom. Learn wisdom direct your life. Praise God forevermore. I think I'll continue this. I think I'll continue this on Tuesday. Because the Lord showed me that people are struggling. And it's not because it's not working the miracles. But it's because they are not learning the wisdom on how to manage the miracles that he makes available to them. Today God is showing somebody the way. You walk in the way. You walk in the way. Build up whatever God has given you. Don't misuse your opportunities. Don't misuse your income. Don't misuse your, your chances. And you see, I've spoken a lot about money, but it's not only money. Our relationships, the people that God has given to us, the gifts that God has given to us. From today, learn how to live a lean life. There is a, 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 a teaching, or what should I say, a training that usually was learned from uh, the Toyota company. Do you know why Toyota cars are very good? It is built in their processes right from the factory. They, they make, it's called Sigma 6, Six Sigma uh, model. And that model means making use of everything. So, if they have, say, Abigail as a staff, Abigail came in with a certificate in, let's say, business administration. But in the CV of Abigail, she has managed a shop before. She has a driver's license. She can speak French. They are not going to just give her a job because of her degree. They will not look at, ah, Abigail, you can speak French. Instead of them going to employ somebody who can interpret the French, say, Abigail, go and work in a French, a French branch. So what are they doing? They are using her French and her business administration. Ah, Abigail, you are managing a shop. Why are you doing sales? Now, you, so go and do sales. So they are using everything about Abigail. Have you used everything about you? Everything about the phone that you have. Have you used everything? Have you used everything about the resources and opportunities that are available to you? And so you can answer yes for this. Don't ever tell me that God, you lack opportunity if you are poor. You are rich. Just don't know it. Celebrate Jesus Christ. Lift up your right hand wherever you are and say, Father, give me wisdom to live wisely in these times. In the name of Jesus, lift up your voice and then talk to the Lord. We hope that you've been blessed by this message. For more inquiries, visit our website, www.ebenezaokolipa.com or call 0546 God bless you.